0: Well, hello!
1: On this absolutely gorgeous day, I can honestly say, in about 17 years of coming to the studio, today was one of the hardest days. Because it's so gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky, and no wind, and no bugs, lots of birds, and oh, yeah, many Christmas. Oh, well, so hopefully you guys are enjoying it, whether you're on boat, on the water, hopefully you do. Um, And you're listening, or if you listen to the podcast on another time, remember, all the shows here at MyTalk1071.com are podcasts, so you can catch us anytime and take us anywhere you go. So just go to MyTalk1071.com, and wherever you get to, we have our own podcast or or a way to get our your podcast if we don't have it, and then otherwise wherever you get your podcast, you can podcast all our shows. All right. So hopefully you have got questions today for me. Uh, it's the last Sunday of the month, so that means Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is in the studio. So hopefully if you have uh, your vet questions, it's always good if you're doing conventional to get a uh, on the holistic side what maybe there might be an alternative to drugs and such like that. So hopefully you have questions and you can call them on in. And then Carly's on the other side. Hi, Carly. How are you doing? Doing well. You, well how you look are you? Good. You look rested. So you know, must not be spending overnight time with your uh, twins' nieces. Uh, not
0: overnight. Yeah. I, I was there Friday kind of babysitting and then yesterday they came over all right yeah. There you go. yeah because we were watching the um minnesota gophers um softball team oh yeah. how do they do um they are in the women's college world series Yay. Woo! and when does that get played um that starts thursday so oh, okay yep cool. but they where was, are they playing that uh i believe that's in oklahoma city
1: Oh, Oklahoma. So. Oklahoma. The sun, yeah. Da, yep. da, 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 da. Exactly. That exact. I've seen that movie so many times and I can't remember all the words. <laughs> well, that's good. good, though. Yeah. That's very good. That's yeah. good. I'm glad the women. It's like
0: the first time in like school history. Is it? Yeah.
1: Excellent. That makes it even more. Yeah. So, so it, cool. it's good. It's good. Good. I'm glad to hear something else other than the basketball and yeah. <laughs> hockey and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. out there doing something good. That yeah. is good. All right, uh, I want you to write down in your calendar, Sunday, June 23rd, wait a minute, oh, 627, there we go, (laughs) on June 27th, the Donna and Steve show, which is from 9 to 11, uh, will be at the Pet Stuff store, okay, at 9, let's see, see. I'm going to be there anyways, what it is, I better read this a little bit quick. Closer, huh? <laughs> pet Stuff in Minnetonka on Thursday, June 27th. It will be there. I'll be there from 9 to noon in the morning. So so stop by Put mark your calendar. Okay, Pet Stuff in Minnetonka uh, on Thursday, June 27th right heads up on that Um from nine to noon this uh, Donna and steve will be doing the show and then i'll be there to answer questions during the whole podcast and you come in see say hi and then maybe bring your puppers if they're if they're user friendly whereas they like other dogs and people and such like that okay so that's a, a huge thing and then uh so if you got questions for dr jessica levy holistic vet give a house 651 651- Uh, Let's see, 651, uh, 651, oh, 641-1071, 651-641-1071, so please call on in. All right, uh, do we have calls yet? We have one caller. Well, let's take that caller then. All
0: right, sounds good. We're going to talk to Mary Sue, and Mary Sue has a question about two cats, and they're moving to a new home, so she's just talking about transitioning them and stuff.
1: All right. Hi, Mary Sue, how you doing? Well, I'm good packing. A packing? Yes. Okay. Well it's a beautiful day to pack. <laughs> Open uh, the windows, put on turn on the stereo. All is great. Okay, so you got two cats. How old are they? Well, they're fifteen and a half. Okay, fifteen and a half. And um now how far is the move?
2: Uh it's only it's only ten minutes away. Oh good, that's um, good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a far move. I'm just concerned they are prone they they both suffered from distemper as babies. They were as kittens, um, and so they have they have irritable bowel syndrome, okay. and we've just been dealing with that, uh, and they also are prone to throwing up. I'm just trying to figure out the most peaceful, easiest transition for them. Do I, do I keep them here for a day, but I don't want them to think they're abandoned? Do I find a safe room in the house when all the movers and everybody are...
1: With, I don't know what to do. Yes, that's the best thing to do. Is you um, uh, designate a cat room okay. and keep them in there until everything's settled. You got things where you want it you know, and such like that. Then it's just a matter of unpacking boxes and slowly give them access to the to the house. Also, okay. too you got to make sure like in the basement, a lot of them have open rafters where they can get like on top of the heat ducts and such like that. You want to yep. make sure that they can't find a place that they can get into like um you know the rafters you know underneath the mm-hmm. floorboards and such like that cuz some cats get so spooked that what they're doing yeah. is they're looking for you know darkness you know to just be absor- you know absorbed by so they don't have to deal with their surroundings that makes sense yep absolutely and so anyway uh but that's what i would do uh if you the main move like when all the furniture is coming and going yeah. Uh, that, you want to plan that out accordingly as far as, okay, uh, how many, are you planning to move all the big stuff in one day? How is that, what's the, your thought on that?
2: Uh, yeah, so we're, yeah, we're moving uh, boxes and, and such for about, you know, five days before, but then we're getting movers um, to come and move all the big furniture and everything else.
1: Okay. So
2: they. So I wanted them to come with with me and my car and the kids. Yeah. So. Yep. I thought that they would get just get strapped in with with the kids. But yeah, you gonna use a
1: carrier or what? Yep, we have two two different carriers. Okay, start feeding them in the carrier, and so that they feel they uh, you know they get more acclimated to it. Instead of just be you know it's less stressful if they've been used to it for a week oh. or so. And so okay. then then um, instead of just all of a sudden grabbing the cat and throwing them in there, they're like whoa and what's this? Yeah, <laughs> so okay. I would start feeding them in there uh, is what I would do. But then like I said, when you get there. You'd want, uh you know, you could keep them in the kennels until all the big moving, you know, all the stuff is, you know, put in its place. And then they have their room, have the, you know, their food, their water, their litter box, you know, all ready to go. And then okay. just kind of take a room that, you know, you're not maybe set up right away. You just throw in some stuff in there. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, yeah, figure it out that way. Because the less shuffle, the better for the cat. Because cat t- cats take change hard. And especially if they're oh. older like that.
2: What about what about the litter box? So uh, right now, there are litter boxes in the basement. We're continuing that trend. uh, But I don't want them to get lost. Do you think we should have a
1: couple available? Yes, definitely. But I would keep them in the room for at least I would for a week till you the dust settles a little bit in your new house. So you'll have two litter boxes in that room. If this was me, this is what I would do because then they can get used to the noises of the house, the whole, you know, they can come out, you know, and pat, 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 but then when like nighttime comes or you go to work, they go back into their room until that you can see they're not, not as nervous and looking for, you know, a corner. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay.
2: Well, yeah. yeah, that would be pretty hard. We don't really have
1: a room. You that's don't have an extra used. Oh, I see. Okay. What about laundry room? Uh, laundry room? But make sure well, they make sure they don't have access yeah. to the rafters.
2: Unfortunately, that attaches. That goes out to the garage so that, that we uh, can't use okay. that. I'm home. I'm home all day. I will be. And they're used to being around me all day. Okay. So I, I guess I'll just have to do it for like an overnight. Okay. Maybe the guest bedroom. I just don't want them puking right. on Oliver. Okay. And let's team. address
1: that. Okay. We got the vet in here too. So we got a yeah. 15-year-old cat puking. Okay. First of all, what are you feeding? Uh,
2: That nature... Um,
1: it's at Chuck and Don's, right? But uh, is it the dry food or canned food?
2: Well, they stopped eating dry food. Cool. Uh, they just my my the older kid, the their brother and sister, but they're two different breeds. They were in the same litter, but two different breeds. Uh-huh. Uh, the the Maine Coon type uh, type cat she stopped eating and got really thin, and uh, within like a week, and she used to be very very large. So we started feeding her. She she would go after a tuna. Um, always, and so I started feeding her tuna, and then we said, "Well, let's just start soft food," and that's all either of them will eat for like the last couple months.
1: Okay, so what what kind of saw, canned food are you eating? Or feeding? What brand?
2: I, I should know this. My husband buys it. I'm sorry. It's like nature, Cut. Nature's no.
1: I don't know. Okay. Uh, because it's it good because you, you want them on a total, you want a total grain free canned food. Okay. And Nutrisource yeah. has seven flavors without any chicken in. And you should look into that because almost all cat food has chicken and some cats get a, a chicken aversion, you know, allergies. I have one like that. My Walter's a chicken allergy. So what I would try the Nutrisource because you want to rotate the flavors. Uh, don't just. They won't, they will only eat one. We tried. Yep. No, you just gotta, you gotta be more persistent than the cat. <clears throat> What you do is you Even put... What they don't eat? Well, no, no, no. What you do is you don't take one away. You put you mix it with what they are eating. You know, you okay. put a little... Let's say you put like a, a tea, teaspoon of a new kind next to what they are eating. You know what I mean? They kind of smash them don't don't mix them together just kind of pre, keep presenting it and then pretty soon they'll start and uh sometimes too if you put a little bit of warm water because cats like to lick it instead of not chew it if you put a little yeah. bit of warm water and kind of mix it you could try that yeah you, you'll you be able to get that you know once they start getting new because the biggest thing is is that remember with tuna and salmon you don't want to feed it on a regular basis because it has high metal heavy metal content yeah, so that's, that's why we yeah we stop.
2: Good, but good. whenever we get anything other than the, the kind, the soft food of the kind of hard, you know, dry food that they used to, she would, she would, um, you know, bat at it like it was in the litter box.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> but that's so why if you, if you put, else. put a little bit of warm water but that Nutrisource line is really, really good. Can you hold on a sec, because so, Dr. Jess can address, you said they have diarrhea problems too?
2: Yeah, they, yep, they suffered from distemper when they were, Kittens and and a vet saved them, and then I adopted them, but they've
1: always had irritable bowel syndrome when they get stressed. Okay, so don't hang up. We'll get right back to you, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, it's it's Memorial Weekend, Memorial Day tomorrow. Okay, how many veterans have served the country during wartime up to the present, from the very beginning to now? We'll be right back. Well, hello. Thank you for staying with the Kitty Canine Show. A beautiful day, out, and I hope you're out there enjoying it you know what? We've been so used to being hibernating that don't get out there with the dogs and start throwing the Frisbee for three hours straight, okay? Work into a workout. Otherwise, what's going to happen? You're going to blow ACLs or going to wreck things, uh, blow things on your dogs, okay? Start out slow and steady, Don't, especially if the dogs are older and really especially if the dog is overweight. Okay, veterans. How many have served in the this country's during wartime? Grand total. From the very first war uh uh our recent one i'm gonna go with the solid answer of a lot of veterans katie
0: okay
1: <laughs> okay i'll give you a, i was okay. like i need okay 25 like 25 million 35 million or 45 million uh i want to say 45 million all right what do you think say jess I agree. Okay, 45 million, ding, ding. Yes. Okay, 45 million veterans have served the country during wartime. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? That's crazy. Yeah, Memorial Day. It used to be called Decoration Day, and then they changed it to Memorial Day to honor both the, uh, those who have served and those who have died. Oh. So Decoration Day was deco- go decorate all the graves. <sighs> got it. And then they changed it to Memorial Day. All right. So there you go. Do you do anything for Memorial Day? Do you go visiting?
0: um no i haven't
1: i just kind of you know yeah neither do i okay let's go back (laughs) let's let's go back to mary sue mary sue are you still with us i am there we go okay so uh so now dr jess now what about the irritable bowel what about extra virgin coconut oil or what you what's you thinking with that
3: oh sure um usually i just manage those with um the diet like you were saying katie and then you have to have Uh, Variety in the diet, and of
1: course, probiotics would be helpful. Oh, the probiotics, yes, 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 yes.
3: Yeah, I mean, do they? Is is that like a pill? No, it's a powder. Do the cats still have diarrhea? So you said they vomit periodically. They, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Well, the the they have irritable bowel syndrome. So whenever they get stressed, it comes out, and so uh, sometimes they make it to the litter box. Oftentimes, they don't. Um, In terms of throwing up they whenever they get to one of our plants they you know we try to hide them and put them up um they'll always throw up in a lot of yeah i guess they pro- they are probably been throwing up uh every other day
1: oh exactly. and i
2: think it's because of you know, the stress we've been lots of packing moving they're okay. kind of just in a in a heightened state state of stress
3: okay um i would go to a health food store and get some rescue remedy and okay. start putting a drop or two of rescue remedy in the water bowl every day. Okay, and that will kind of help calm everybody and help stabilize them a little bit. Um, but you know, I mean, eating plants and vomiting is not—that's not necessarily irritable bowel. That's just kind of what cats do. And so, if you're no, your— cat's, Yeah, I'm it, talking about the other end. Okay, you know, it—it it yeah. comes
2: out as diarrhea.
3: Well, eating plants can do that to you. Most most ornamental house plants are. Uh, faintly toxic so if your cats do tend to eat your house plants you could offer them um, uh, organic baby spinach leaves you could grow a chia pet for them there are these trays that you get that you can grow cat grass for them to chew on so you can give them the greens that they're uh, looking for without putting putting your house plants lives at risk (laughs) there you go
1: and okay, then the great, probiotics you. you can go to animalessentials dot com and they've got a probiotic digestive enzyme for cats and dogs. Okay. Wonderful. And so add that thank just mix you. it, just mix it with the canned food, but then try the nutrisource line, yeah. the seven grain free. It has to be grain free, okay? Yeah, and
3: you and you have to feed a variety of foods. So the ideal thing with cats like this, it might sound um like contrary to what you would expect, but the best thing to do with cats that have any kind of health problem is vary the food as much as possible. So every time you open a can of food, it should be something different. Okay. Different brands, different flavors. Don't let them get stuck on one protein. So what I did with my cats when I went through periods of introducing new foods is I always made sure that there was something that I knew that they would eat once a day, but the other meal was going to be something new. Okay. And they would walk around and be unhappy and, you know, they would say to me, you're trying to poison me. I'm not going to eat that stuff. And I would just say to them, "Well, tomorrow morning I'll give you your regular stuff." Okay. It, you know, it's, and so, even it's, if they're even if they're losing weight,
2: it's okay to fe- it's okay to drastic
3: feed drastic weight. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel her
2: hip bones now, when I used to be a very large cat.
3: Okay. Well, that you know, I mean, you you have to sometimes do diagnostics and figure out what's going on. If it is just due to inflammatory bowel disease, then it's about feeding grain free, high protein, yeah. and high fat foods. Okay. All right okay. so, that, so that's so that's where coconut oil can be useful, so um this also works for cats that have hairball. You just take like a spoonful of coconut oil and I usually just leave it out on a dish so that the cats can eat it if they want it mm-hmm. and I alternate between that and
1: butter yeah, grow oh, butter okay. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you can put a little bit on their paws too, they'll lick it off their paws and get it too mm-hmm. so.
3: Yeah, and usually cats will prefer one or the other, unless you have a cat who
1: you know is like doesn't tolerate dairy, and then don't use butter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, there's, I don't know.
2: We've never. Given there's
1: up. a book out there called Your Cat by Hodgkins, which is like kind of the Bible for cat owners. H o d g k i n s Your Cat, and that has okay. a lot of help, a lot of help in that for the overall picture too. Okay. Great. Thank okay. You, so much. you bet. Good luck with the move. Take care. Thanks. Bye okay, bye. All right, yeah, that you know, moving it—that's stressful for both dogs, cats, and everything, but the cats especially, because mm-hmm. now they got new territory, new smells, <clears throat> new rooms, new everything. So it's kind of—I'm telling you—rescue
3: res- tell- remedy is the secret to a happy move with cats.
1: Okay, and then but you got to make sure that it's, it's alcohol free, don't you?
3: No, cats? I mean back back when I used it, they didn't even have that one yet. Oh, okay. I just used regular rescue remedy, but honestly, if you're putting one or two drops Perhaps in the water bowl. Yeah. It's not going to overwhelm okay. them. And then every time they take a drink, they dose themselves. Okay. And, you know, every morning you clean the water dishes and put out yeah, fresh water. Yeah,
1: use small, small dishes. Don't use a big, what so you let not? it sit there all the time. Yeah. You put yeah, fresh yeah. Wa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, water. I,
3: mean, I, mean I, I always kind of assume that people put out fresh water at least once a day, but maybe people don't. Oh, wow.
1: Okay, who's up there?
0: Okay, we have Susie on the line, and Susie has a question about a dog that doesn't like other dogs. Okay. And then she also has a question about basic supplements. All right. Hi, Susie. How you doing? Hey, Susie.
4: Hi, Katie. How are you? Good,
1: good. What kind of pupper do you have?
4: I have got two miniature poodles. In fact, you saw them the day that um, Dr. Jeff had her clinic, oh, her spring okay. clinics.
1: Okay, remember those two. Yep. Okay. Pardon? I, yeah. yeah, I remember those two.
4: Yep. Okay. Um, I live in an area that has a lot of dogs. 80% of the people in my development have dogs. I walk them, and they don't like most other dogs. Mm-hmm. And the black one will start barking, and the white one will jump on the black one to get her to stop barking, and then they both bark at the other dog. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I've found successful in trying to manage it is to carry training treats with me and every time we get near another dog or another dog is approaching mm-hmm. I'm holding treats in front of them to distract them mm-hmm. but I would sure like for them to get over
1: it. <laughs> okay now when you go for a walk where are they walking in front of you or next to you?
4: Um one walks next to me and one kind of walks behind me.
1: Okay well that's good all right because that's a big thing because if they're out in front of you that they'll be more explosive all right mm-hmm. okay now are you using harnesses or are you using any kind of training collar? I'm using a harness. Okay. Because you got to remember, harnesses don't train, they restrain. All right? Okay. And so I would strongly use, uh I try using, I, I've had a lot of luck in my classes with the Starmark collar. S-T-A-R-M-A-R-K. Okay. All right? It's a plastic collar, like with little pyramids inside of it. And then what you do is you, you 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 fit it so it slides on and off. Okay, you want it to be when it's on that there is no collar pressure whatsoever. And then you hook your, your leash to the ring there. And now if they start to go ahead, you just give it a little flick with your wrist and say, uh-uh, wrong. Let's go. Come on, move it along. Let's go. Heel, hurry up. You know, just move them past. Don't do you let them ever stop and make friends or sniff friends along the way. Um.
4: They're not open to doing that. Good.
1: I'm glad. Smart dogs. Smart dogs. Because no dog should meet another dog unless there's going to be a future play date. All right? They want to just be able to go, oh, another dog, and just walk on by. That's the main name of the game. All right? But anyway, I think if you get those Starmark collars, you know, uh, do, do, do you use collars with them at all? Have they ever had collars on? They have collars, but I've
4: always been concerned about it because if a I've always been told that if a dog pulls, which if they see a dog coming toward them, they might, you know, kind of try and run ahead a little bit toward the dog that you could collapse their trachea. No. That's why I went to harnesses.
1: Okay, right. But the thing is, with a training collar, <laughs> okay, okay, not just a buckle collar, is is a whole different ballgame. There's a reaction okay. to their action so that you can okay. teach them words and what they mean so that they learn not to blow through the collar and they learn to respect the collar, all right? And it doesn't okay. close tight because with small dogs, I don't want, there again, like you say, like if you're using a chain collar, you know, some people call it a choke collar or a oh, yeah. buckle collar, yeah. When they lean into that over time, that can do some esophagus problems Mm -hmm. but that's the purpose of getting a training collar that they'll listen to can you hold on so we can run the break and then come back and talk to you sure oh thank you okay okay the projected number of living wartime veterans in 2019 the projected number of living wartime veterans in 2019 we'll be right back Hello. Thank you very much for tuning in to Katie K9 Show. All right. Today, tomorrow is Memorial Day. So hopefully that, uh, might get some grilling in. I grilled Friday, Saturday, and, uh, I made enough last night to, <laughs> to last, to last you a lifetime. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Okay. Projected number of living wartime veterans in 2019. Okay. We, 445 million. Third, right, but now the project number. Okay, I suppose I got to give you. Okay, ten million, twelve million, fifteen million. Um, I'm gonna go with fifteen million. What do you think, Jess? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> fifteen million. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, that's the number of living wartime veterans. That's in a lot. Nineteen. Yep, that is. Well, you guys. Well, I hope they're all different. listening. Yep, there you go. And we thank you for uh, your service, yes. all your family, you and your family. So Absolutely, thank you for your service. All right, okay, let's get back to Susie. Susie, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, okay, so then anyway, so that, that's the thing, though, is that so you've got to have dogs learn by trial and error. You do this, this happens, and you do that, that happens. And rewarding with treats, if you don't time it right, then what happens is that sometimes you re- reinforce the wrong behavior. And so that's why, um, you know, treats, uh, yes, they do play a role in training if a dog has an aversion or is scared of something or whatever type thing, but you got to phase it out. Okay. And so the thing is, is that the better thing is, is that you got to, you see another dog and you're, you're, you're going to start, you get yourself kind of amped up and then that goes through the leash to them. What you just got to mm-hmm. do is you got to stay calm. You got to be the the calm. Hey, hey, there's none of your business. Let's go. Come on, move it along. Or what you could do is you can go over, go off the path and point to like a park bench or a bush or what is this? What is this? Redirect onto the, and, and play that game. What is this? Start oh, it in house. Them. What? <laughs> not work with okay okay So then get a training collar because uh, the whole thing is is that uh, like i say trees have a they they have their place in the training world but usually what the better thing is is that if they start reacting that you give it a little bump and now at first what i would do is i'd start walking them separately so you get a handle on each one individually and Mm -hmm. then start walking them together because it's easier to work with one dog than two dogs when they're acting like an idiot all right. Yeah. And so then, uh, so that's what you want to do is that me go for shorter walks and so that you can give time with the training collar in and then, um, and you could just at first when you get the star mark, if you choose to get it, you get the small. And then what you're going to do is, uh, leave their buckle collar on at first because they're going to mm-hmm. jump kind of like, well, what the hey is that? Because it's, 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 it's a new feeling. They don't understand what that is. And then eventually take that buckle collar off. It is just a star mark collar. But you want it to slide over the head and slide off. It should fit loosely. So that then when they're walking and paying attention, there's absolutely no collar pressure whatsoever. But if they choose, you know, to not listen, you just flick your wrist and give it a don't pull, you flick. And they're going to be like, what, what? What do you want? <laughs> now you've got their undivided attention. What are you going to do? Come on, walk on by. Let's go, heel, walk, whatever word you're going to use.
4: All right. Now, if it's if it's loose to fit easily over their head, mm-hmm. on and off. Mm-hmm. If they try to charge the dog, you know, which they will, they will move toward the dog. Right,
1: and then, then you flip think. backwards. If
4: you f- flip backwards; it isn't going to slide off, and they're
1: not. No, because move. it snugs up as it. You know, when they use it, it okay. snugs up is what it does. Got it. And they also have there's a little nylon slip collar in with it that is any collar that can come apart can, and so there, it's called the um, the safety collar well, so uh, technically they got two collars on but anyway but you'll you'll see what i mean but like i said it's you know they may jump they may may even you know yep and they're like what the hey is that because it's a whole new feeling you didn't you cannot hurt the dogs with these collars but you can surprise them and when we're surprised what do we do we yell right we scream, okay, and then they, all of a sudden the first time they hear it or feel it or the first couple times, they might yelp just for the fat. What is that? What are we doing? And remember, dogs learn by trial and error. And then all of a sudden, they're going to start looking to you for direction because now you can get into their head to teach them something. All right? Mm-hmm. So when you're walking, the collar should be totally loose and the, and the hook of the leash should be resting on the back or alongside the dog where you don't even know they're down there. You don't feel them whatsoever. And see, harnesses are okay if the dog doesn't, res- doesn't pull. The minute they start pulling and you're restraining them, you're not training, and what you're doing is just holding them back from doing something stupid and not listening to you, and then mm-hmm. what's all of a sudden they're going to start blowing their ACLs because they're pushing off their back legs. You know, some dogs are walking literally on their back legs in the front Eight legs are not even touching the ground because they're pulling so hard, and that's going to wreck their shoulder blades, their spine, their ACLs, everything. And so, the there actually people are doing more damage with harnesses. But but there again, I, if, if the dog walks well in a harness, there's no problem. But usually they have to go through a training collar first to get the lessons, and then they can go to a harness if you choose. Because you should never feel a dog uh, at the end of the leash, whether no matter what you're using, a buckle collar, a training collar, or a harness. Because then they know their manners. They listen to the words you've taught them. All right?
4: Yeah, because my white one walks behind me because she will stop at times. I mean, for no good reason, she'll mm-hmm. just stop. Okay. And then I'm walking with the other one, and all of a sudden she gets, a yank with the harness on, and I'm worried about that with her shoulders because uh-huh. yeah, start to, the started, harness is pulling yeah. on the back of her arm you
1: know, front legs. Yeah. So i start. I'd get the star mark collars and then I'd take them individually at first. And then once they start getting their P's and Q's and their ducks on a pond, then put their ducks in a row and start walking them together. And they should okay. always walk next to you, but never out in front of you when you're in motion at any time okay. you can stop and say, okay, and let them do the dog sniffies. But then when you're ready to proceed forward again and start walking, you might call them back heel or walk. And now we're walking as a team. You're building a team where they're looking to you for direction. If you have, you know, like if they start to bark, ah, quiet okay you can bring the shake can with you a pop can rinsed out put mm-hmm. five pennies in it take mm-hmm. the top of it and if they start barking like that shake it hey quiet come on heal let's go we're gonna just move okay. them forward stay calm don't start screaming and yelling okay <laughs> no, i won't all right okay, okay kiddo good luck i got a question for dr levy okay go ahead
4: dr levy um basic supplements for dogs um there's a number of things that I have heard suggested on the program and I can run up quite a bill giving my dog supplements and I'm trying to, you know, minimize that a bit because my income is limited. If you had to choose what what would you recommend or is it a matter of um, rotating supplements, what can I do to help with that?
3: Um, well, I think I think I might have given you the supplement handout that I use, yeah. um, and so there you have the four basic categories that I think of. Right, so essential fatty acids, probiotics, enzymes, and whole food supplements, which are okay. just vitamins and minerals from food. So, um, if you have a dog with health problems, then you might really have to hyper focus on one or more of those categories and really be diligent about giving quite a bit of it. If you have dogs that don't have particular health problems, then, you know, I, you might be able just to give probiotics, say, three days a week, and depending on what you're using for essential fatty acids, you might give it just twice a week or something like that. Okay. So it doesn't okay. necessarily have to be like hardcore every day all the time, depending okay. on what you're working with and depending on if you're just using the supplements literally to supplement the food that you're feeding or if you're using the supplements therapeutically
4: okay what about um vinegar can you put vinegar in every day um if you
3: if you need to the usually, apple cider vinegar correct? yeah apple usually i'll vinegar, use right. organic apple cider vinegar to manage either indigestion or allergies so for me allergies
4: that's is what we're yeah, so way. for
3: me, that's kind of serving a purpose. But So, yes, you could use it every day during allergy season, but I wouldn't use it every day year-round. I use it three times a week.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that animal essentials? I heard Katie mention um, probiotic and digestive enzymes. It sounds like it's a combination yep. product.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. and a lot of them are.
1: Yeah, okay. it's a good one. It's mm-hmm. powder. Herb Herb Smith, it.
4: Yeah, Herb Smith also has enzymes in it.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. righty. Thank you. You have a you great bet. day. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well,
4: we can, right? Yes,
1: we can. Yeah, it's gonna get cold and waney again. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, lady. You bet. Have a good thank one. Bye bye. All right, shall we run and then come back? Yes. Okay, let's run and come back. In all the world, all the wars that we've had, how many members of the military have lost their lives? And all from all from now, from the very first war till now, how many military has lost their lives? We'll be back. All right. All right. This is K 9 Show. We're getting right to your questions here. Okay. The members of the military that have lost their lives from the very beginning of wars to now. Okay. Uh, 620,000 620, million. What? What's a K? What's the word K? Thousand. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's a thousand. Yes, I thought. Okay. 620,000, uh 40, that have lost from the very beginning.
0: Uh, I, uh the six, middle one. Yay, six hundred fifty six. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is no. that the middle one? I couldn't
1: remember. Six hundred fifty six thousand yeah. people have lost their their lives uh, in in the military during conflict. So anyway, <laughs> okay, let's head to for the lines. You've got some patient people here. Yes, we do. We're gonna go to Don. Don
0: has a question about um, a litter mate that was put down, and now the other. Litter yeah, me
1: that's yes. having issues. Yeah, they sure do. All right, hi Don, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay. What kind of dogs uh, do you have here? Um, and
5: it's actually my son's dog that I've watched quite a bit. It's um they were a twelve year old, um, part shepherd, part lab neck. Right. And the female is the survivor all right <laughs> she's still home uh tuesday they put down the male um due to cancer
1: all right so. how old
5: 12 12 okay okay and she the female um she's uh she was i guess a pack lead. I don't know she seemed to be the leader of the two of them so okay
2: was girls off
5: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and they're camping the, right now so things are a little bit better but you know, she just, well, she seems down oh, yeah. you know, and, and de- depressed. And right. is there anything I can give her helpful hints to help. Okay. The, the
1: best thing know. when you lose litter mates, you know, usually they're, you know, uh, that's why I usually strongly suggest don't get two pups at the same time because they bond to mm-hmm. each other and humans are secondary, not primary. And so, and find this out when one leaves, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden the the dog you're looking at isn't the dog that you knew because you didn't realize how much cues and how much they followed each other and depended on each other. All right. So the best thing that you can do is that you're going to have your sad days and such like that, but, you know, just try to uh, start a new norm. You know, whereas you're going for walks, going to, uh, you know, going to play fetch, uh, you know, try to be the upper when she seems okay. down, you know, hey, look at your ball. Let's go <laughs> check this out. But allow her to mourn. We all everybody mourns different uh, animals, yep. definitely mourn over humans loss or, or uh, buddy loss. It doesn't necessarily have to be another dog. It'd be a cat, you know, whatever. And so right. that's why you, but don't go, Oh, they're there. It's okay. Right. I'm sorry for your loss. You know, because remember dogs don't console humans console. All right. right. So what you want to try right, to right, do right. is find a new norm, you know, for all okay. of you, you know, with one dog missing. And so that's the whole thing by keeping it per you know, upbeat, go for a car ride. Walk, play ball, teach tricks, go get a a trick book and start teaching tricks, get the dog's mind refocused on other things to do instead of just lay there and do nothing and feel lost. All right. Right. Um, Like 10 minute dog training games. Love that. Uh, The best dog trick tricks for the best dog ever is a new book I got. I just love it. And anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the whole thing. Just look online too. Go to YouTube, uh, and, okay. and, and say, okay, how do I teach my dog to roll over or play dead or jump through a hoop? It's all out there in the, you know, the internet. If you don't want to okay. read, you know, just do that. And so then that way there, okay. now you are having fun. The dog's having fun, you know, keep it perky, keep it up late, keep uh, the treats little right. so you don't get the dog fat. Nutrisource has these great <laughs> grain free little, they look like rabbit pellets, you know, to- turds. Yep. But, and they, the salmon, they just love the salmon and the rabbit. And so uh, sure. try that. They got the new jerky treats because dogs do love things that stink. The worse it stinks, the better they love it. All right. And right. these new jerky treats from, um, from Neutrosaurus are, man, they just, you can break them really easy into make them small, you know, type. So you're not, you know, okay. getting the dog too fat. <laughs> but that's what you want to do is right. try, try to hit a new beat, a new norm, the void you have. To, okay. You know, when we lose, whether it's a human or an animal, the void, how do we fill this ah. void that was there? Right. And so, and, the, and time does heal in a way because we just learn to fill that void with other things. And there's going to be, I, I lost my Elsie and I was just thinking about this 2005 and there's be days I'll be talking to somebody that just lost a dog and I'm bawling like an idiot thinking, you know, about Elsie, you know, two, two, right. 2000 been 2005. So, you know, you, that dog will always be a part of you and there's going to be days mm-hmm. that you're having grand days and all of a sudden it'll hit you like a lead balloon. And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so you just well, cry when you have to. <laughs>
5: okay. And one thing the fat <laughs> we're worried about is is she gonna get crabby?
1: And she kind of
5: we don't know okay. because, you
1: know, because they okay. were litter mates, uh, if she depended know. a lot on the other one for her rock, yep. that, and she yep. doesn't know how to be her own dog, you know, I mean, have confidence. Okay. If she lacks okay. confidence, she might get a little bit gnarly. And that's where you teaching tricks and doing things like that, you can build her confidence up. Maybe, uh, even okay. this may sound goofy, but go through an obedience class. You know, age, it doesn't make any difference sure. how old, but it's the whole thing of just right. doing something, the both of you, all of you, so that you just are moving forward instead of just sitting and doing okay. nothing all right right well one new norm will be she um has gotten quite heavy
5: at the end um Coors couldn't he wouldn't eat regular food so mm-hmm. he was getting totally spoiled okay and, okay well, of course you, you know she got it too so i mean she will be on a New lifestyle of eating. Good.
1: Yeah. Whatever you're feeding, cut it in half. No, only treats you want to use unless you're training with treats or for tricks. Use green peas, cauliflower, uh, broccoli. Uh, Go to the mixed vegetable section in the frozen food. Grab one of those bags. Take a handful. Put it in a bowl in the refrigerator and go there and give her that once in a while. And whatever you're feeding, cut cut it in half. Use smaller bowls, and so you can get that way because most fat dogs anyway are crabby, no matter if they just lost somebody or not. (laughs) I know most fat people get crabby too too you yeah. know? and so that's why we got to get that weight down and that one's going to be out the back door too so we got to get that down there right. okay okay all right thank okay, you okay good luck kiddo you bet thank you bye-bye yeah. bye-bye hey we got dr jessica levy holistic vet uh, dr levy how can they get a hold of you uh through my website at holistic-vet-care.com all right okay let's catch up to the next question okay Perfect. sounds
0: good we have shauna on the line and shauna has
1: a question about a dog park. All right. Yeah. Hi, Shauna. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What's up? Um. So I
6: have a she's almost four. Um. Spring English English Springer Spaniel. Huh. And um. We we go to the dog park. I mean, more so in the summertime, a little bit more. I mean, not a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like once a month or whatever it is, but and she usually does pretty good. And um. But like. She's done it a couple different times, but, like, um, a dog will come up to her, and she kind of, like, you know, they'll sniff around a little bit or whatever, and then the other, like, one of the dogs might, like, either, like, scratch her butt, like, she, like, they kind of want to mount her yep, or yep. Mm-hmm. whatever, and she just goes ballistic. And Good
1: for goes- her. Good for her. Protect <laughs> those girly parts there. You <laughs> know. But she
6: just, so she go, so she went after this little dog today and just was like, like, and I, and I, I mean, I feel so bad for the other dog. I mean, and honestly, I mean, I don't know, but she's done it to like, you know, uh, she's done it to a puppy one other time too. But, and and the puppies, I think they just want to play and they're kind of bouncing around, but she's just like, I'm not that kind of girl. And as long as those, and I don't know if she doesn't know how to like play with other dogs, like where they just kind of. You know, they kind of chase each other. And but once they start getting a little bit rougher, she just doesn't know what to do. I don't know what, what okay. to do. Well, first
1: of all, dogs that used to like dog parks, like when they were at a year to two years old, when they come up on three, they hate They hate them. Okay. And the reason is, is because the dog park is like party time, mega, mega party time. Busy, 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 run, 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 blah, blah, blah. And as they get older, they don't like that busyness. You know how, like, we used to party when we were younger? You know, it's, oh mm-hmm. man, we could stay up all night and still go to work the next day and we're half snapped going to work. And, but boy, we made it. And as we got older, we can't do that anymore. And we're, we're not the, the wah factor anymore. Well, some of what aren't. But anyway, so, uh, and that's the same thing that happens with a lot of dogs. Once they hit three years and, and above, two and a half, three years, usually around four is the worst. And they, they don't want to party anymore. They just want to just hang out and run a little bit with, a just play Buddies and not in the park, you know the wa factor, and then the private, uh, the the private sniffing, you know, in the private areas, the girl and boy areas. That's what sets most things in motion. Is when dogs will sniff, linger too long sniffing, or like I say, try to jump on top. That's when they lose their cool. So personally, what I would strongly suggest is that you find play buddies that you can get together and go and scrap the parks because well, okay. a fight will happen, and it's a question of who's gonna be who's gonna come out the winner. Because like I say, okay. once the dogs hit about three, four years old. They do not like the busyness of that dog park. They don't they're not the partier anymore. They wanna enjoy, they wanna you know you know, run a little bit and play a little bit, but not to the degree they used to. And they'd rather spend time with their human parts, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. learning a trick or fetching a ball or whatever. That's mm-hmm. what they'd rather do. They're not, it don't have that wah factor for the length of time that they did when they were younger. And so that's why I, I would strongly like, find some play buddies, uh, family, friends, coworkers, whatever, that it will all work for you. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Keep her safe and keep you Thank sane. You. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Take care. bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, the graves at Arlington's National Cemetery, how many are there? And the American flags, uh, how many are decorated with American flags each Memorial Day at Arlington Cemetery? We'll be back.